Hello everyone, and welcome to 30 Minutes of Thrive. I'm your host, Ben Avery, and today with me is one of the Thrive staff members, Michael Brunkhorst. Stick around, it's 30 Minutes of Thrive. So you want to tell me, tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, been in Warrensburg most of my life. Went to the University of Central Missouri back when it was CMSU back in the late 80s and uh, have my first degree here and uh, also went to Warrensburg High School while I was in high school here. So, How many years have you been a Thrive instructor? I've been with Thrive, this will be uh, probably since about 2012, 2013. Um, I started as an adjunct instructor for Thrive uh, while working at Warrensburg High School as a process coordinator and um, basically did three classes in the afternoon after I got off work and uh, loved it. Um, it was great to work with the kids and, and see how much they improve. How many years have you been a Thrive, or what is your favorite part about being the Thrive Director? Uh, well, what I like about being the Thrive Director is I get to see all the students. Um, we have our first year students, and this year we have 18. That's the most we've had in probably about five years. And I get to see how they, they grow, and then also I get to see the second year students uh, get to see them in their internships and again continuing to grow in, in their skills and their abilities. And then uh, this year we have our first third year option for our program. And so I get to see what, what they're doing and how they're growing as well. So, you know, I also like to, uh, you know, take them to the ball games. Our kids just got done with their first softball game uh, last night at the rec leagues. and. Uh, uh, it's nice to do that, but uh, I do miss teaching. I do miss that part of it, but uh, I do enjoy watching the students grow. What subject did you teach your first year of teaching? So like before you were a director? Oh, okay. Uh, well, kind of have two different sides. I did teach uh, special education uh, in the... Uh, middle school area before I was with Thrive in the uh, special education room for a year in Sedalia and then uh, moved on to Warrensburg at that point, taught fourth and fifth grade and uh, then became a process coordinator. Um, all of that led me to want to work with kids on, on, uh, on work and so uh, I started working with Thrive back in 2012-2013 as an adjunct instructor and uh, I taught pretty much all the classes they had at that point. I taught uh, university foundations, learning strategies, um, daily and independent living skills, uh, workplace, um, along with transition, um, working with their internships and, and that sort as well. And uh, you know, just enjoyed watching the students learn. Did you start out being a Thrive teacher before you were in 
before you were a supervisor, no. a director? No, not exactly. Um, I started my career as a, um, in the grocery industry. I was a, uh, a grocery manager, uh, went on a training program in Nebraska, and then moved to uh, Wyoming, where I was in Cheyenne, Wyoming, as a uh, assistant manager at that time for a year or so, and then moved on to uh, learning all about the store, was a produce manager for a little bit as well through that, and then came full circle back to Warrensburg, uh, where I was a uh, store manager at then Bilo North, um, and then uh, also uh, went on to be uh, to stay there for many years uh, with that. Um, I've also done uh, delivery for Pepsi and 7-Up. Um, and I think all of these skills is what led me to want to uh, work more with uh, the Thrive program as I heard about it, is wanting to, looking back at my uh, time as a store manager and looking at uh, the students that were having difficulties and having struggles and I liked the training aspect. I liked working with uh, employees and helping them learn uh, their job and so uh, that is what led me to uh, special education and what led me ultimately to the Thrive program where I feel like all of my different jobs that I've had um, have helped me uh, be a better teacher in the program and also a director in the program as well. We're talking with Michael Brunkhorst. We'll be right back with more right here on 30 Minutes of Thrive on UCM The Beat. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. someone being bullied online you can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org brought to you by the ad council so you know i'm a dog and i'm kind of new to this family but i've noticed a trend my humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket but it's always the same basket and it's always the same place and then they act so surprised when i find them but i'm like hello that's where you put it last time Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. And we're back. Here talking with Michael Brunkhorst on 30 Minutes of Thrive. When did you get into teaching? Oh, um, probably around... Um, that would have been right after um, going back to the grocery store and uh, I actually did some subbing in the Warrensburg district for a year before I decided that was what I wanted to do and uh, they had a program for um, educators that they could get in without taking the four years if you already had a degree and with my bachelor's in general management I was able to go that route so I was able to take four classes um, in the summertime and then I was hired uh, by the Sedalia School District uh, to teach then at that point but uh, 
Uh, that's been a while ago. And uh, I was at the district uh, teaching probably for about uh, um, eight to ten years before I came into the Thrive program at that point. Where did you get your teaching degree? Uh, yeah, my teaching, the, actually going through the program, I, I don't actually have the, the teaching degree. They basically worked through the state of Missouri for me to get all of the classes that I needed to have to teach. Uh, but during that time, I went ahead and took classes um, at the grad level as well. So I was able to get my master's um, in special education, uh, K through 12, um, at the same time. Uh, that I was working at the uh, Sedalia School District and also the Warrensburg School District. And so I would take uh, classes on the weekends, classes in the evenings, and uh, work during the day at the school district uh, and took a few online classes as well. Uh, but UCM back then uh, was, was great to work with and uh, a great school for teaching future teachers as well. Before you started teaching at UCM, where did you teach? Um, taught at the Warrensburg School District and also the Sedalia School District. Um, I enjoyed my time at both. Uh, they both had some great kids. I still remember many of those kids that I had that first year in, in Sedalia. Uh, but coming back to, I guess, my alma mater, being a past graduate of Warrensburg High School, it was nice to come back. Uh, I think that's something that I always hoped I'd be able to do and uh, they gave me the opportunity uh, to teach at um, then Sterling Elementary uh, which when I graduated high school was actually the high school back then so it was kind of weird uh, going back to my old high school but teaching fourth and fifth grade. Um, still enjoy a lot of the teachers that were there um, and went through that as well and then I went on to the high school as a process transition coordinator um, at that point in time and worked there for about three years on as well. Did you teach high school? If so, what subject? In high school I didn't uh, really teach uh, the subject as a process transition coordinator. Um, I was the one in charge of the paperwork and so I got to work with all of the special ed teachers um, and, uh, and also regular ed teachers as well um, as far as uh, working with students as they came in to the high school and making sure that we were providing the services that that student needed and then helping teachers um, learn more about the students that they were getting as well. Um, as a transition coordinator I also worked with middle school students as well uh, working with their IEPs to get them ready to or the high school and uh, I like to work with the parents and the agencies at that point as well. Um, I wanted to learn more about uh, the area of transition which basically led me to uh, the Thrive program um, at that point in time but uh, that's what I did before Thrive. I didn't really teach in the high school level but uh, I was involved in a lot of their paperwork and did a lot of uh, things with the high school at that point. How many years have you been in the teaching field after college? 
Oh my, I hadn't really thought about that, but I believe I've been at UCM um, right about uh, nine or ten years. And I was at the high school and the other teachers about that same amount of time. So I've been teaching a little over 20 years, about 21 years uh, in education. And uh, wouldn't change a bit, uh, but I would say that, um, like I tell many of the students that I've had in the past, um, everything that I've done in my uh, career has led me to this point. Um, there's not a single job that I've been in that I don't see the benefits of what that job entailed and what I've learned. Um, so, you know, some jobs I may not have liked the best, uh, but you get out of it what you want to put into it. So, um, but yes, I've enjoyed uh, the teaching career about 20, 21 years uh, that I've been in the teaching field. What subject have you taught, if any, as a college professor? Well, as a college professor, uh, what I've done, you know, my main job is the Thrive Director at this point, but I've also taught um, education of the exceptional children for um, about now, probably going on 10 years, or maybe a little bit more than that, and um, it is for beginning teachers looking at going into education in general, and I use uh, the class as basically a uh, basic knowledge of special education. And so it gives the regular education teachers a chance to learn more about the different uh, disabilities that students may have in their classes. And uh, so I, I enjoy doing that. They go out and do an observation, and I enjoy uh, hearing what they've learned from that six hours of observation and uh, and what they, they also interview a family as well to learn a little bit more about uh, special education from the uh, family perspective. Um, another class that I teach is um, uh, EDSP 4150 which is on transition. Um, it is for primarily special education majors and we discuss the various aspects of transition from high school to adult life. We talk about, you know, the various agencies that could come in. I normally have two or three agencies come in and talk. Uh, we talk about the different skills and abilities that students do. Um, I'm also proud that what I've started doing the last two or three years is having the 4150 students uh, paired up with some of our freshman Thrive students. Uh, they help in learning what assessments there are out there for students and it gives the the students in my 4150 class a chance to practice uh, giving assessments and talking to students about what they want to do next and it also gives the Thrive students a chance to meet another peer on campus. Uh, many of them are the same age and uh, gain uh, a friend and also learn more about how their skills and abilities might uh, connect to a future job um, in the area. So those are the two classes outside of Thrive and then um, in Thrive I've taught pretty much all of the, the classes that we've had except there's a couple uh, new ones uh, that I haven't you know taught but I've taught all of the first year classes um, except for relationships 
and then taught all of the uh, second year classes as well. And uh, so it's been a good opportunity for use, me to use uh, my background experience uh, in, and life in general uh, to help our students succeed uh, in life and, and gain some, some skills. Don't go away. We have one more segment to go. Or you're listening to 30 Minutes of Thrive on UCM, The Beat. Only in the forest can you see this. And this. And this. But nothing beats the moment you see that. That's your child's eyes opening up to a world of possibilities. I didn't know it could do that! Because one trip to the forest can spark a world of difference. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, canoeing, fishing, or camping. Or create your own adventure with family and friends, and you might just see this. Your moment's out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. And we're back for one more segment here on UCM The Beats of 30 Minutes of Thrive. When did Nash, your dog, become a therapy dog in the program? Nash is our, our therapy dog. He's been with us now for probably going on uh, four and a half years now. And uh, it was an experience I had seen um, in high school. When I was at the high school, we had a speech and language pathologist that had a therapy dog uh, with her when she worked. And I can see the difference it made uh, for kids as they come in, came in. Um, if somebody was having a bad day, uh, getting around um, her dog, you know, tended to make them have a better day and uh, could brighten up the day of most any, anybody. And so uh, we thought about getting one for the Thrive program and I thought about, look, so I looked around and came uh, around an organization called Puppies for Parole that works with uh, dogs that are from shelters and then they are being put into uh, the different penitentiaries. And they are, they, Nash was actually trained by two different um, uh, people in the prison. And um, as I was calling around, I told them what I was looking for, and the one in Tipton uh, decided that they thought they'd have a, job, a dog that would work well uh, for therapy. And so I went down there and, and uh, we took Nash uh, home for a weekend to see how he would do with our other dogs. Um, it was a little different being a uh, great Pyre Pyrenees Anatolian Shepherd mix. Uh, we had never had a big dog and uh, Nash was right around 100 pounds uh, when we had him. So uh, um, anyway, he did well with us, did well with the, the other dogs. So we went back the next week and I actually got to go inside uh, Tipton's prison and watch him uh, get his uh, CGC uh, certificate and uh, then walked out with Nash that day and then uh, since then we've gotten with a program out of Pleasant Hill 
that trains therapy teams. And so we've been trained as a therapy team and then I worked with UCM to uh, be able to have him on campus. And uh, he enjoys the time with, with the kids. Um, we come, he comes in trying to get back to about three days a week and uh, he'll walk around the classroom you know, with the kids or if kids are having a bad day, come in. Uh, but it's great to be able to have that, that added benefit of having an animal in, in Thrive that the students can, can always come to if they're just needing to, to have a dog around for a little bit. So yeah, he's, he's been a good addition to the Thrive program. Do you keep in touch with your past Thrive students? We try to. Uh, we utilize Facebook a lot uh, with our Thrive pa Facebook page. And um, we try to have uh, reunions about every five years. Uh, we had a 10-year reunion here a year ago. And uh, um, it was great to see some of those kids uh, back again. Uh, also, many of the kids still um, are friends with me on the Facebook, so I get to see some of the things they uh, they post and be able to see what they're doing next and the things that they're happy about. I know we get a um, we'll get an email at times from a, a student saying, "Hey, I got my first apartment." And they'll send pictures of their first apartment, and it's great to see uh, how they're they're getting moving forward in their adult life, or maybe they got a different job and a, a full-time job with benefits and, and things like that. So um, I'd like to get you know, more communication with our past uh, uh, Thrive students, but I know how busy they are. And uh, so I, yeah, I use uh, Facebook a lot um, to be able to catch up with them and, and kind of know what they're doing. But it's great to hear from them. How do you balance out work and fun? Work and fun. Uh, my wife would probably say I don't balance out work and, and fun, but uh, but I think you have to look at it. You know, work, uh, you have to be able to do your job, and you have to be able to be organized and uh, to get things done and look ahead. Um, but I try to make sure that, for the most part, uh, work is done at work. And then when I go home uh, the weekends, you know, I try to do as much as I can to to do some family time. Um, I enjoy seeing uh, my grandson and, uh, and uh, so sometimes he comes down and spends the night with Opa and Nana, but uh, um, I think I still struggle at that at times, at balancing that out, but you really do have to try to work on uh, balancing out to having fun. Um, I enjoy mowing and uh, being outside, so to me that's kind of fun time. Uh, my wife doesn't think so much about that because uh, I'm outside, but uh, I do enjoy that. It kind of gives me an out, um, but you've got to take that time off. A lot of times in the summer, there's not very many kids around, so um, you know that's kind of a, a little slower time. But for the most part, it's always a work in progress for me to balance that school and, and life away from Thrive. And that's all the questions, thanks to my guest, Michael Brunkhorst, and thank you to all who listened today. Join us next Wednesday at noon as I will visit with another UCM Thrive 
person here on UCM The Beats for 30 Minutes of Thrive. Thank you and have a good day.